The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ole Miss fans, fasten your seatbelts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. Let's wait, fellas. Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Howdy, Tidy Rebel Nation. Welcome to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Chuck Ronzaville. I'm joined with Mr. Yancey Porter, my partner in crime, in radio crime anyway. <laughs> uh, all this, kind of crime. Well, well, this show it ought to be a crime sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yancey, uh, we've been going out to practice as much as allowed, which is Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, yeah. for, you know, 30, 45 minutes, uh, enough get us a feel of what's going on out there and uh i think things are kind of coming together i do too um you know from my perspective i'm always looking at the freshmen since it's been years i've been talking to these kids and their families and you know as i was told you either play them now and uh because if they're not any good you're not going to be around in five years to see them that fifth year and if they are good they're not going to be around in five years so i i think you're going to see wholesale freshman play. I'm talking about 26 to 28 of them. I think you'll see a quarterback or maybe two red shirt, maybe a no lineman. Uh, but I, I think they're going. They're going to put all their bullets and 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 go at it. I don't know if I agree with that. I think a lot of them are going to play. I don't know about 26 to 28, but that was a kind of a topic that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, you know, this young or new infusion. This seems to be, in, at least in practice, being a very important part of the coach's plans. And I've got a list of them here that I, I think, uh, uh, and see if you agree with me, like Lakia Henry, obviously. Kedron, sure. Kedron Smith played some last year, but he's going to have a major role this year at corner. 
a guy that's made a comeback is Donta Evans, the linebacker. He's going to play a lot because he doesn't have to cover as much space in the in the uh, three four alignment. Uh, Ryder Anderson played some last year. He's going to play a lot this year. KD Hill nose tackle going to play a lot this year. It looks like John Haynes JUCO transfer probably going to be the starting strong safety. Better be. Yeah, uh, AJ Finley. A f- true freshman that they love at safety. Without an SEC offer besides Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, I mean, good-looking athlete, only 17 years old, Nancy. And then on offense, you got Mingo and Connor and Ely and Bryce Matthews and Royce Newman and Jason Pellerin, Tylen Knight, Eli Johnson. Some of those guys have been around a long time, but they haven't played a lot of football. That's right. And they're going to be major parts of this team, and I- I'm excited about them. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Siski today at practice, and I asked him the underclassmen versus upperclassmen. I think there's 56 underclassmen, so you can kind of do the math from there. That leaves what 29 for the upperclassmen, uh, 16 this in this year's class, and I think 12 uh, juniors. So it's uh, it's it's definitely uh, well. I guess some of those newcomers will be juniors, and then he was counting that in the numbers, like Sam Williams and mm-hmm. and Haynes and those guys. Mm-hmm. But as you were saying, a lot of guys, even juniors and seniors, like in Eli Johnson or Bryce Matthews or some of these JUCO guys that have not had any experience. So yeah. you know, what are we to expect? I mean, it's it's really like opening a present on Christmas Day because we feel like we get a feel at practice, but you know, they've been Live practicing bullets. against each other now for a long time. Yeah. It's, it was interesting too talking to Tyler. They used to have two a days, but they counted that as three practices. And you got thirty days of practice, so that would be ten two a days, right? So mm-hmm. now you get twenty five individual practices and you get the summer to go over with them. So the, all the teams are going to be a lot more fine-tuned. What's on tap? Brought to you by the Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football on the huge screen, Oxford's most popular watering hole. Oh, heck, you know where that is. We've got Neil White, the publisher of 125 years of Ole Miss football at 615, and then running back coach Derek Nix at 630, the Bull. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny memoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. <laughs> get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire for every moment. 
Ceasefire, customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at ceasefire.com. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Hey, Yancey, don't miss out on the latest deal from Ceasefire. Now, you buy a top smartphone on Ceasefire Nationwide LTE Network and get one free. That's right. Buy one of the top smartphones and get a second one free from Ceasefire. Only available for a limited time now. Ceasefire customer inspired. Let's go to the control room, Mr. Jack Schultz, Old Miss Sports News. Take it away, Rhino. It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. Hotty toddy, kickoff to the 2019 Ole Miss football season is officially just 12 days away. Ole Miss held its second scrimmage of the fall camp on Saturday in preparation for the season starting. This was a closed scrimmage, but Matt Luke told the media today that he thought the scrimmage was better than the first highlighting an improved rushing attack and a great defensive effort. Luke said Scotty Phillips managed a couple of good runs early in the scrimmage, but that the defense responded and improved its run stopping as the day progressed. Luke noted that sophomore linebacker Jaquez Jones made several impressive tackles. On the injury front, cornerback Jalen Julius rolled an ankle and offensive lineman Hamilton Hall suffered a high ankle sprain. Both should be full go again by the end of the week. Senior offensive lineman Alex Givens continues to be held out of contact as he recovers from back surgery. Luke said he's comfortable playing seven or eight players on the O-line so far through camp. Chase Rogers, a former three-star recruit from the 2017 class in Mississippi, is transferring from Louisiana Lafayette and intends to enroll at Ole Miss this fall. He will obviously sit out for the 2019 season, but will join the Rebels' tight end room. The Ole Miss soccer team, meanwhile, won its exhibition match at Central Arkansas on Friday by a whopping 8-1. to one. They open the regular season this week at home versus North Alabama on Thursday at 7 p.m. and then at Memphis on Sunday. Be sure to get out and support Coach Matt Mott and his team. They've been very successful the last several seasons. That's all I've got for now. I'm Jack Schultz. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate that. Uh, obviously, we didn't get to see the scrimmage, but uh, that was some good tidbit information there. And I heard Scotty ripped off a couple of big runs. We're going to have Derek Nix on here later in the show and he can tell us a little more about that and uh, then Derek took him out and let those youngsters fight it out for the rest of the snaps um, uh, Snoop Connor and Jerry and Ely and uh, Isaiah Woolard and he's counting on all four of them I believe uh, Yancey but uh, um, you got a little something scribbled down over there that I'm interested in three things you you know and three things you think you know nice. I want to I hear what you know and what you think you know, brother. Number one thing that I know right now is the importance of Jonathan Haynes. Uh, I think, uh, hey, excuse me, I think he's going to be a vital 
part of that defense there at strong safety. He's needed. Uh, again, one of the most important players on the team, in my opinion. Two, Matt Corral is going to put up over 4,000 yards this year of Ooh. offense. That's including all uh, passing and defense. Three. Passing and defense. Passing uh, and running. Passing and running, excuse me. Three, uh, getting to the defense. I think they're going to finish at least double better than they were last year, which was in the 120s. I think they'll finish in the 60s range. Look, we're not expecting miracles. We're not expecting them to be a top 20 defense. But I think this defense is going to be much, much better. Not elite, but they're going to be something that you're not going to have to laugh at. Three things I think I know. A.J. Finley and Snoop Connor, who didn't have another SEC offer, could be the two biggest impact players uh, on Ole Miss's team for the incoming freshmen, not including the junior college players. Obviously, Jaron Elin's going to factor into that equation as well. Second thing. Mingo. Don't forget Mingo. And Mingo, yes. Plumley. He is a much better when the lights come on player, when you can actually have contact uh, than when you watch him at practice. Uh, I've heard during these scrimmages that he looks like a total different player because he gets to make plays with his legs and extended, extending the plays, making big plays, Whereas during practice when we're watching, we're watching Tom and Patson, and then plus his two-hand touch on these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I think the guys, uh, the girls that have gotten a chance to see it practice are going to be much more impressed with Plumley when the actual lights come on. And three, lastly, my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers are going to look back in 10 years on passing A.J. Brown in the second round like the New York Giants are going to do on passing on Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that last one for sure because I think AJ's a, a sure thing for. He's going to be stardom. special, and and the guy that Pittsburgh picked in front of AJ is uh, is average at best. <laughs> average at best. Um, this team, um, as it's coming together now, it looks like Freddie Roach is trying to play nine guys on that front three. Um, I'd say right now, I seven. This, yeah, that is comfortable with. I, I, I'm comfortable with seven or eight. I don't. I don't think I'm comfortable with nine yet. But uh, I think he's going to try to play nine early to try to keep guys it's hot. fresh. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot. And uh, I think that uh, uh, at inside linebacker, uh, I believe that Lakia Henry and Donta Evans are making some waves in there now. And I, I know you rolled your eyes when I said Donta Evans earlier because he hadn't been very good up to this point. But I'm telling you, in a 3-4 alignment, he's only got to cover three gaps maybe. Yeah. And he can do that. He's a very physical kid. The roles do change when yeah. you're in a 3-4 and you do yeah. not have to cover as much ground. Yeah. But I'll still believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh Based on past performance, I, I know that's a high roller. Um, and I think uh, Momo's got some competition there, though. And, and so does Willie Hib- Hibbler with Lakia and Dante Evans. And Jaquez Jones is going to play some, too, oh, yeah. now. So there's five inside linebackers right there that uh, have more, way more comfort, I think, than they've had in the last couple of years. What about outside linebacker? Um I'm worried about Kadir Shepard. I am, too. I uh, want to see that any club. Tab. Man, that club looks huge. Yeah, it does. It does. And I don't know that whether it's going to be that big in the game or not, but in practice, it's it's huge. 
But you got Sam Williams, Chuck Wiley, who's yeah. had a real good August. Yeah. Brandon Mack, the true freshman. Yeah. He's another true freshman that's going to play some. No doubt. And Brendan Williams, he's got a little turned ankle, but he should be all right. Uh, it's getting better. It's getting better, but slowly. All right, we'll be right back with Neil White after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motor Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland to test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny memoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. <laughs> get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire. For every moment. C Spire. Customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at cspar.com. Avanakins Diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanakins Mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love. But most of all, say it with a Van Ackes diamond because you know she's worth it. Van Ackes Jewelers, store at downtown New Albany or vanackens.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Coming through with a little Eric Clapton. How about that? Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, we're very happy now to be joined by Mr. Neil White. He is the publisher of a brand new book, Stories from 125 Years of Old Miss Football. Mm. Man, Neil. Hey. I, I got my copy of that book and I said, What a job you did putting that thing together. Wonderful, wonderful book. Well, thank you, Chuck. I appreciate that. It was a lot of fun to put together. You used a lot of sources on that book, and and uh, I mean, guys like Rick Cleveland and Billy Watkins and Robert Kayat, and of course, my friend and your friend Jeff Robertson 
a big contributor in there and many, many others. And uh, I, I tell you, just the, I, the, the thought behind it uh, of untold stories, deep digging deep for stories about Ole Miss football, what a, what a great idea. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's the 125th anniversary, and there have been three or four history books written before, and uh, we just wanted to do something a little different uh, to sort of tell the story behind the story. And as I told you when we talked earlier, uh, I asked everybody who contributed to start the interview with this one question, tell us something that not many people know about. And so, you know, interviewing everybody from – uh, players who've just been out for a couple of years, like Bo Wallace, all the way back to uh, Stella Salmon, Farley Salmon's widow, and Wanda Poole, Ray Poole's widow, whose husband's played in the early and, and mid-40s. That was what we started with. And they, they told some great stories. I know. And, and uh, the way you got different writers to approach those different subjects, I thought was a novel idea, and it, it gives a different perspective because every you know every writer is going to write differently, and uh, I, I just love the the different outlooks from guys like you know. Of course, I've always admired Billy Watkins and and Rick Cleveland, and of course Jeff and I worked together for eighteen years, and I, I know the kind of work he does, and I know the kind of work you do. I'm sure you you wrote a lot of stuff in there too, and, and you know it's just fascinating to me to read uh, great writers like that given their perspective and their slant on different things and it and it was it's just a fun publication. Well thank you. I appreciate that. I really give do. me give give me give me some stories, a couple of stories that uh you know really blew your dress up, so to speak. Uh so you want a couple me to tell you a couple of the stories that were fun? Yeah, in there. Yeah. Sure, sure. Well um the one that uh Stella Salmon tells that's that's so funny is uh Farley was uh, recruiting and scouting for Ole Miss when uh, Vaught was recruiting uh, uh, Bobby Ray Franklin in Clarksdale. And uh, Farley Salmon is from there. And on the drive over, Farley said to Coach Vaught, now, Miss Franklin uh, is, is a wonderful Christian woman and devoutly religious, so just keep that in mind. And as they got there, Miss Franklin was, you know, just uh, really uh, – overwhelmed. She said, everybody's been so nice to, to Bobby Wright, we just don't know what he's going to do. Arkansas wants him, LSU wants him, Mississippi State wants him, Arkansas, I mean, Ole Miss wants him. I, I just don't know what to do. And Coach Fault said, there's only one thing to do, Miss Franklin, let's pray about it. Got down on his knees and prayed and needless to say, Bobby Ray ended up signing to Ole Miss. So that was one she recounted. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Anything to sign a great player. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. I hear you. And, I, I'm and looking then, at. And, and, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was. And one other that's really funny that uh, Perry Ann Connerly uh, recounted that is one of my favorites. Is you know she and Charlie Connerly were the toast of the town in the in the fifties in New York when he was quarterback for the Giants, and of course then the Jets came along. But Charlie and Perry Ann were really good friends with Toot Shore, who had the the restaurant in Manhattan that all the mobsters hanged, hung out at and Frank Sinatra went to and all the famous people went. And Toot Shore loved Charlie Connerly. But in 1968, when Joe Namath won the uh, Super Bowl, he showed up with his entourage in a fur coat and demanded a table. 
And the maitre d' said, we don't have one. He said, well, get the owner. So Chet Shaw came out to the door, and Joe Namath and this full-length mink coach said, we need a table. He said, we don't have a table. He said, well, get somebody to move. And he looked at him and said, who the hell do you think you are, Charlie Connolly? <laughs> That's a great story, too. And he had just won the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> oh, Joe Namath. I love it. Uh, I noticed in your footnotes you got uh, – uh, an undefeated season nobody knows about the 1907 coach who got players drunk at halftime uh the yep. the, the 1920 football star who was expelled for dancing uh, i mean th- yep. just just some classic stuff that that like you say untold stories yeah yeah and and it's it's so much fun because uh you know everybody knows the big stories the highlights but some of this and you know, I'm I'm like you, Chuck. I'm I'm one of the biggest Ole Miss fans in the world. I love this school. But uh, any any good story, any good narrative about anybody has its highs and its lows. And some of these lows are just hysterical, like that 1907 team that was voted second worst in the history of college football. <laughs> good grief! I love 2011 it. team had to been up there with it. You know, and, and in addition to exposing hundreds of new football tales, uh, the book's got an appendix with a bunch of top ten lists that I thought interesting, too. The the ten best yeah. and worst Ole Miss team, the ten greatest victories, the ten most disappointing defeats, you know, just on and on and on uh, top ten lists that I, I always like to do top tens. Uh, give, give me your perspective on that. Yeah, well, you know um, – Ole Miss has had such a such a uh, remarkable uh, heritage, and, and sometimes some of these people are forgotten. So we have done, for example, we did the top ten Ole Miss college players of all time and then the top ten NFL players of all time. And th- those are very different lists. And interestingly, the number one player of all time on the college level at Ole Miss, you might think it's, it's Archie Manning or – or uh, Jake Gibbs, but it was actually Parker Hall in 1937, or 1938, excuse me, that year he held six national titles from passing, rushing, interceptions, mm-hmm. and no player has come even close to that. And he had one really great season uh, in the pros where he was the first quarterback in the NFL, hard to believe, that completed over 100 passes uh in a single season, of course, he's a, he's a Tunica native, but then World War II interrupted his career, so he's not even on the, uh, well, he is, he's number wow. nine on the pro list, but, so he was number one on the college list, number nine on the pro list, and Eli, who is a fabulous, fabulous player, he falls behind on the college list, behind K.O. Dotley, who won the national rushing title. My boy, Yep, behind Bruce. He tell you he's number one now. What's that? I said he would tell you that he should be number one on that list. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah, you know yeah. KO, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> or if you knew yeah. KO. Yeah. So, you know, these will be a, a, a great source of uh, discussion and argument and contention, and you can make your own top ten list to compare, but it was really a lot of fun to put together. Neil, tell them how to get this book before we got to go to break. And, uh, you know, I, I know every Ole Miss fan. I mean, this would be a great stocking stuffer, a great gift for any Ole Miss fan, or just go buy it yourself and read it. Well, thank you. 
Thank you. How you get it? I, I'm sorry, Chuck. I, I've lost you there. What did you say? I said, tell everybody how to get the book. Neil? I'm so sorry, Chuck. Hello? Oh, that's all right. That's all right. How, how to get the book, Neil? Okay. I'm sorry that we're breaking up. You know, I, I kind of live out here in Green Acres where I have to climb up on an antenna to get service. So. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, thank you for being... Thank you for being on, and uh, congratulations on this great book and, and all the success in the world for it. Well, thank you. What, what, I really appreciate you having me on the show, and I'm sorry we broke up here at the last minute, but thanks for you, and thanks for your contribution. You wrote, you wrote a great essay in this book, and I hope people will, will read it. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Take care. Neil White, the publisher of Stories from 125 Years of Ole Miss Football. It's a Nautilus uh, collection of stories and photographs that don't fit the typical sports book model. And you can go to any bookstore and they'll order it for you. It's on Amazon. Uh, you can get it at Square Books. Square Books can, can, uh, mail it to you. You know, just all kinds of sources to get it. Uh, stories from 125 years of Ole Miss football. It's, uh, it's published by Nautilus and, uh, it's, it's a heck of a book. Anyway, uh, Rebel Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment. Over 50 years of serving the Memphis area with all your equipment needs. Located at 4890 East Shelby Drive, you can rent, buy, or have repaired all of your equipment at Rebel Equipment. Again, I'm going to talk about Neil White. He's put together a great book entitled Stories from 125 Years of Old Miss Football, and in it are wonderful recollections from years gone by with the contributions from guys like Rick Cleveland, Billy Watkins, Jeff Robertson, Robert Kayat, Neil White, and I was even honored to have a story in there of my lifelong memories, including 40 years of covering the Rebels. It's just chock full of Rebel flashbacks and famous and infamous moments. There's no book anywhere like it as a chronicle of stories untold about Ole Miss football. i got to tell you, I got my copy, and I've not been able to put it down. If reading about the Rebels and history and little-known history is your thing, you've got to get a copy of this book. It's a page-turner and something to be a very good gift to other Rebels. You can get it on Amazon or Square Books or any bookstore can order it for you. I promise you, you won't be sorry. Remember, stories from 125 years of Ole Miss football. Rebel Flashback is brought to you by Rebel Equipment in Memphis, Tennessee. I'll be up in Memphis tomorrow night, by the way, at the local on, let's see, local on the square down in Midtown. Where did, where did the Ole Miss LSU 03 game fall in the 10 biggest losses, I guess you would say, disappointing losses? I know it had to be in there. No, it has to be in there. It would have to be in there. That was Number crusher. one in my life. It was a crusher, wasn't it? I Tennessee in 86 my, and 90 would be two no, and three. My, 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 mine was the fourth and 25 Arkansas. Yeah, but we didn't know that to the end of the season. At that time, we didn't know that would have given Ole Miss a chance. It didn't matter. That yeah. was a crusher. It was. Top 10 for sure, but not as high as yeah. LSU in those two Tennessee games in 86 and 90. Well, it was so unlikely, though. That's what the oh, shocker no. was. All right, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8463. 
888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Rhino's having a little trouble getting hold of Derek Nix, uh, running back coach at Ole Miss that we're supposed to have on at 6.30. He's not answering. I wonder if they've got meetings or something that went a little longer than anticipated. Um, but anyway, let's. Uh, you and I can talk a lot. Uh, it's not like a coach. He's certainly obviously. not voiding us because uh, no, no, if there's he, anybody that wants to talk about his group right now, it's got to be Derek Nitz. Absolutely. I think has the deepest, most talented group on the team. Well, certainly got the potential to be. I mean, we don't really know yet what Snoop, Connor, Jerry, and Ely are going to be, but they've certainly got talent. We know I know that. what Isaiah and, and uh, Scotty are going to do. do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and while we're waiting uh, – Oxford has really had three, and they say deaths come in three, uh, three mm-hmm. really hard deaths for this community. Uh, Johnny Flint, assistant baseball coach and a youth pastor at First Baptist Church for years. Good guy. Charles Walker, who did a PA at, at football for mm-hmm. years and good lawyer, has been sick a long time. Tough, tough man. Battling it. And Ron Shapiro today, yeah. Ronzo, the uh, owner of the Hoka, which is kind of a institution at old at uh, in Oxford. Uh, just three good guys that yeah. added a lot of uh, grace and color, and uh, just I, I don't know a lot of color to to Oxford. Yeah, you know, just characters. Yeah, uh, you know, and I, I think. Uh, we're certainly going to miss them all, and they've all been sick for a while, and uh, you know they're in a better place now. But certainly, Oxford's a little worse for them. And no question about that. Good guys, I know Ron probably better than the first two, but uh, it's um, you know it's every good thing must come to an end at some point. But it's uh, it's a tough pill to swallow, but. Uh, you know, say your prayers to all three and their families for sure. Isn't it weird how it seems like those things happen in threes? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. But anyway, um, Yancey, obviously we know what we're getting in Scotty Phillips. Yeah. And and we think we know with uh, Isaiah Woolard and I know Snoop Webber. Connor. And I saw Jerry Isaiah and last year averaging over close to seven yards to carry against SEC opponents. Yeah, but still, he didn't get that many opportunities. And, you know, you, you got to wonder. 63 carries against SEC, and you're averaging close to seven yards. Uh, I, I know what I'm getting, Isaiah. Is he going to be a superstar? No. But is he going to be just one of those solid guys that is good at everything he does? Is he great at anything? No. But is he rock solid? Yes. You need your Isaiah Williams. And you got freshmen, two freshmen, uh, heralded freshmen, and Snoop Connor and Jerry Unedley. Even though Snoop wasn't highly recruited, yeah, we we knew Gatorade what he was. The, yeah, we knew what he was. Um, and, and he's, still a mystery to me why he wasn't 
that heavily recruited. Very all. physical, 216 pounds. And then you got the speedster in Jerry and Ely, who, who was heavily recruited. Yeah. Five-star guy, guy that's got another gear. I mean, he's just – Than anybody on the team. Well, than any running back for sure. I mean, I think Dennis Jackson and Jaden Jackson are both have that kind of gear. But you uh, do? two other freshmen – uh, at least straight line. I don't know if they've got the quickness, the, mm-hmm. the cutting ability. First of ten yards, I bet. I bet Jerry and beats them all. I don't know. I don't know, man. Dan, Dennis can fly. He can, but uh, so can Jaden Jackson. But uh, you're right. He's he's very fast. Jerry is very fast. And uh, you know, I got. I wonder if uh, Tylen Knight's going to play a little bit of running back. I, every sure. once in a while, slots, you see going to play with some running back. Every every once in a while, you see him running out of the straight tailback, but not often. He's yeah. mostly at slot. Um, but uh, so, what's your opinion of this? Uh, well, I running you know, back crew. I, I think it's just what the doctor ordered. I mean, Ole Miss was losing a lot on the offensive line, and they bring in Rich Rod that comes in with a lot of eye candy. A lot of motions, a lot of, you know, misdirections, a lot of sweeps, a lot of wide receiver jet sweeps. I just think they need eye candy to let this offensive line gel. I don't think Ole Miss was going to have the capability at the beginning of the season to straight hand the ball off and blow you off the line of scrimmage. Uh, so I think it was, uh, you know, and that's Matt Lutz, no dummy. You know, that's probably part of the reason he hired Rich Rod is he knew what he was facing there this year coming up in the 2020 season. Again, I think it's the deepest and most talented position on the team. Um, and, you, you know, I, I fell in love with Scotty last year as a football player. Hard-nosed, uh, got a burst that you don't expect, mm-hmm. uh, strength that you kind of don't expect from someone. I mean, even though he's a kind of a big back, he's not a huge back, but he's he can break tackles or, or he can make a move. He can make the first guy miss. Got a got a nice little burst that can you know get him twenty yards down the field. Uh, you got to love Scotty Phillips. Yeah, you know the first practice last year, first thing I said is, "Hey, this Scotty Phillips, the best player I've seen so far out of those incoming freshmen." So, or in his case, a junior. Um, he's a guy that's that's versatile, like you said, that can do a little bit of everything. And uh, I look for Connor. His feet aren't quite as as light as uh, Phillips right now, but I think as he grows older and he's more sure of himself and knows the offense better, I think he'll be kind of a similar back as Connor. I do too, and I, I think he's uh, – I think Snoop right now is depending on being physical. He's, he's Oh, a, yeah. He's a kid He's a one-cut. He's going to go. Yeah, and he'll run over you too. Or, he will. Uh, he, he's, he's from he's, Tuffberg, Hattiesburg down. You very, know that. Very physical. That's my hometown. Um, Devon Penniman to tight end, no surprise there. He wasn't going to play at running back. And, no, and he can help him at, at, at he can at a at a H back type full back type tight end like they used to use uh, uh, Nick from uh, South Panola, uh, you know, a converted full back that they moved to tight end. The, Nick the, Parker, probably you know the most worrisome positions to me are strong safety there with with Jonathan and then. There with uh, Kadir Shepard, who's playing behind them, and then at tight end, you know what happens if you get an injury to one of those two guys, especially, um, you know, I, I think that Devon can bring a lot of blocking and physical aspects and maybe playing some H-back, kind of open some holes. We'll see where he revolves around the passing game as the season goes. That That's kind of left to be 
unknown right now. I wouldn't think he'd be too much in the passing game, to be honest yeah. with you. But um, I have heard that uh, Rich Rod likes to use the tight end more in the passing game than Longo did. Uh, that And that Cooley and Pellerin are getting quite a few balls thrown their way, which I, I think – it's tough for any defense to cover. I mean, uh, we we never can cover the tight end. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Certainly couldn't against uh, Houston Nutt when yeah. he was at Arkansas, could yeah. we? And um, yeah, you know, Cooley has is, is been, is, you know, you're like, man, he's got everything. If he could just be more consistent in the everyday life at practice, I think he'd show up in the games. And, you know, he's on the verge of breaking out. You look at him at practice, and then the next practice he's just kind of – laid back and not, you know, doing what you want him to do. And, you know, Pellerin, I mean, how many passes he had thrown at him? Like five in his career, and he dropped mm-hmm. like four of them. So, I mean, certainly that's a concern. Tight end's a, a concern for me. Uh, I think Cooley may have been one of the most talented high school players I ever saw. Oh, unbelievable. I mean, and, and the fact that he hadn't emerged as as a, a big Evan Ingram – it's kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, he's first got... year we just wasted his eligibility. He played like two plays at the end of the season against Vandy and State, so he burnt the whole freshman year. Now he would have gotten that red shirt because you get four mm-hmm. games. And then the sophomore year, you know, he, he starts breaking out against Arkansas. Remember, he got three or four good pass receptions. The last one they stripped him about a, on the 40-yard line after he'd made about a 35-yard gain. Arkansas scores right before half on that. The game totally flips. Arkansas beats us. He goes in a shell. Mm-hmm. There goes his sophomore year. And then last year, you know, you're playing in a in an offense that was featuring the wideouts mm-hmm. and uh, behind another guy that's playing for the Buffalo Bills now. So there hasn't been a whole lot of opportunities for him. And you just hope that uh, when he faces faces adversity this year, if something happens like that Arkansas game his sophomore year, he he can come back and, and be a stronger man. And, uh, you know, you got to wonder about the tempo. We hadn't got to see enough of practice. We, no, we haven't. We know they're doing it. We know they're speeding things up. We know that uh, we hear that Rich Rod's getting plays in in six seconds or less. And uh, whether how quick Matt Corral, the quarterback, can get it called and, and go, then, you know, we, we don't know. Maybe this guy can help us with that. Yeah. But it's an interesting thing you talk about the tempo because I was thinking maybe they start trying to cover for the defense a little bit and slow it down a little bit, try to get some time of possession on our side, you know, on offense and not have these, you know, 37 to 39 minute where the defense is on the field. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. I don't expect them to score as quickly as we have in the last couple of years because you saw most of the drives they scored be, you know, three plays, uh-huh. 58 seconds. You there, Derek? Yeah, I tell you guys, I, I can, it's, it's sounding, it's sounding, uh, it just ain't clear. I got you. Well, uh, we can hear you good, so uh, just give me – give me. we don't have but three or four more minutes. Give us a rundown a little bit on on the running backs real quickly. Scotty, Isaiah, Snoop, and Jerrion. I'm sorry, guys. I can't, I can't understand you. Okay. Bull, we, we're asking about the current running backs, uh, the four-man rotation. Can, can you hear me clearly? No. No. All right, Ronald. Uh, just tell him we'll we'll get him next week. No yeah, big we'll deal. We'll get him next week. Hey, but, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Um, 
Well, what do you think about that? I mean, that was a big problem these last couple of years is putting your defense on the field all the time because if you do score, you score so quickly because of this hurry-up offense. How does that mesh? Well, I think that the difference is that uh, Rich Rod likes to run the ball a lot more sure. than Phil Longo, and that's going to use some clock and if it's effective. And uh, so tempo and running, I got no problem with it. Tempo and throwing every down, uh, that'll wear a t- uh, defense out for sure. Unless you have a defense that can force you to go three and outs like Freeze yeah. had for a couple years there, where then the offense ends up wearing the other defense down and you actually hold the ball longer than the other team does. But when you don't have a defense that can force a lot of three and outs, it goes the other way on you. No question. And uh, hopefully we can do a little more of that this year with uh, Mike McIntyre as the defensive coordinator. And I got I briefly got a chance to ask Mike about the defense today in the scrimmage, and he said that they made progress from the last scrimmage. The last scrimmage wasn't very good. Uh, they were kind of lethargic and worn out a little bit. Well, this past Friday, the day before the scrimmage, they went light on them so they could have their legs under them for the scrimmage and went over 100 plays Saturday. Mm. And I think uh, the offense started out real hot, but then the defense settled down and did a really nice job, according to Mike. And he said they're starting to – not starting, but uh, he's feeling real good about how they're putting all the pieces together. Obviously, he said there's some areas of concern that he'd love to get Kadir back. Um, yeah. You know, he'd love to get John Haynes back. Yeah. Who's, who came back today. My uh, most important guy. Yeah. Jalen Julius is, is important. It's free safety. And, and he's, he's nicked up a little bit. Nicked, got a little ankle issue, but the, all of them should be ready by Memphis with the exception of how that club is going to affect Kadir on his broken left hand. Uh, I, I think that's a big question mm. mark. And then, obviously, the other question mark we talked about was Alex Givens. How's he going to come back? You know, uh, And we were talking about that off air. I was really I almost put that in the three things I think I know was putting Givens uh, playing against Memphis, just the way he was moving today in conditioning. He was running and then stopping, putting a lot of pressure on his back, getting down real low in his stance. A lot of jar moments for that back, and you know, no problems. I mean, he looked a hundred percent. This will all be dependent on what the doctor says when he goes back for the next visit. Monday. I'm starting. I'm starting. If you would have told me before I saw him today, I'd have said zero zero percent chance he plays for Memphis. But after seeing him today, I mean, I'm I think we might see him. Well, if the doctor visit goes well, the concern to me isn't his physical. Uh, condition uh, no 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 it, it's not his back that he had surgically repaired what's his whether he can keep up with the yeah, tempo condition yeah is is my my issue but it, right maybe now. he can give him 10 15 plays you yeah. know and that'd be needed but i i've i really like what i've seen from michael howard and that's one of the things that stood out to me in the camp so far as uh you know i I wasn't expecting a whole lot from him, and, and, Me he's, he's, and he's looked really good out there. Yeah, he has. He's and he looks like job. he's been out there for a long time. I, he's one of my surprises so far. Well, as we said last week, uh, he he looks like a – now he looks like an offensive tackle rather than a tight end trying to play offensive That's right. tackle. He's he's big and strong, and he's always been athletic. He's always oh, been tough. Gosh, yeah. He just hadn't been big enough. Yeah. And, and now he's – He's not really 
oversized. He's 285, but that's plenty big enough when you're tough and athletic. Well, we knew he was tough when he came into Ole Miss. I mean, how many players recruited by Ole Miss used to re- wrestle alligators? Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. No I mean, kidding. think about that. And, and you know, you got uh, – I keep waiting on Jalen Cunningham too mm-hmm. because I, we need another guard. Yeah, we need I'm another you. guard really bad, and it's time for Jalen Cunningham not to not to be a finished product, but to be able to play fifteen, twenty plays yeah. a game, especially in this heat, and give a uh, give either Royce Newman or uh, Ben Brown a little breather every once in a while in this kind of heat. I don't think they. Need to go 80 plays. Me neither. And one more position, too, is center behind Eli. Um, you know, I would like to somebody to surface that they feel really comfortable without having a pool of Ben Brown over there to sit yeah. and let. Then you play musical chairs and everybody moves different positions I, I and all that. I don't think that's going to happen. I'd like to want another center to surface along yeah, with Eli. I don't think that's going to happen. What would Ben? Yeah. If be something ben. happened, if, if Eli needed a rest or whatever. It's going to be Ben. Yeah, well. You All know. right, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now... Back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to the final segment of tonight's Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We apologize for us bad connections with uh, Derek Nix and not being able to catch up with him in time. Uh, we'll get him on here sooner or later. He was supposed to be on last week, supposed to be on this week. We'll get him next week. <laughs> I'll talk to Bull. Something messed up either way. Anyway, uh, we'll be fixing that, no problem. Uh, let's go to the control room now and Jack Schultz with Around the SEC. Take it away, Rhino. <laughs> It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. The preseason AP Top 25 was released today and it placed six SEC teams in the Top 25. Clemson, riding high off its national championship, is ranked ahead of Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide at number one. Alabama and Georgia do lead the way for the SEC, though, ranked number two and three, respectively. Former Ole Miss head coach Ed Ogeron and his LSU Tigers rank number six to start 2019 as expectations in Baton Rouge continue to grow. Dan Mullen also faces a higher bar in Gainesville this year, the Gators ranking at number eight. Jimbo Fisher in year two at Texas A&M claims the number 12 spot. Auburn is the only other SEC team ranked in the top 25 at number 16 as Gus Malzahn sits a little bit on a hot seat. Missouri, Mississippi State, and South Carolina all received votes as well. Another important top 25 note for Rebel fans, Memphis received six votes for the AP preseason poll ahead of its season opener against Ole Miss. Missouri is certainly an intriguing team in the SEC East, especially with the addition of grad transfer Kelly Bryant at quarterback. 
The Tigers continue to wait for news on their appeal of a postseason ban from the NCAA, though. Missouri has said it hopes to receive a final decision before the start of the season, but no word yet. The football season will begin for the SEC this Saturday as Florida faces Miami in Orlando at 7 p.m. on ESPN. The rest of the conference will get started next week. That's all we've got around the SEC for now. Have a great week, everybody. All right. Thank you, Jack. Good job as usual. Um, again, our, our condolences to the families of Charles Walker and Johnny Flint, Ron Shapiro, Ronzo. Uh, Oxford's a little less colorful today, uh, but uh, so I guess that's life. Uh, but we're certainly sympathetic to uh, their families and their close friends. Um, the Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville, Mississippi. If you need a four-wheeler, a side-by-side, or a lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports, the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Well, the good right now, less than two weeks away from the season over at Memphis, it appears the Rebels are doing what you hope they'd do in August, making a little bit of progress, improving a little by little, and tightening up some loose ends. The coaches appear to have honed in on game, usable game personnel, with the possible exception of a few backups, and the starters have pretty much established themselves and solidified their standing with only an exception or two. Some of the injury situation of a couple weeks ago is starting to clear up with strong safety John Haynes coming off a hamstring problem. Tight end Jason Pellerin recovered from a concussion. Free safety Jalen Julius almost over an ankle issue. And offensive tackle Alex Givens, knock on wood, still indicating he's going to try to give it a go in the opener after having missed all of August so far due to back surgery. The bad, well, I don't know if this is bad, but outside linebacker Kadir Shepard's broken hand surgically repaired a couple of weeks ago, and he's trying to make a comeback, but the club on his left hand and lower arm sure looks clumsy. <laughs> I don't know how much we can expect from him with that club on, and he was expected to be a primetime player for the Rebels mm-hmm. this year. Also, safety Montrell Custis has taken longer than anticipated to come back from knee surgery last year. He's still in a green jersey and still not practicing at full speed. Um, you know, good, bad, and ugly. Brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Chuck, who plays behind Linton real quick? Linton? Yeah. Um, behind Omani. It'd be at Finley or now, right now. Yeah. It'd be John Haynes. Linton, and then Finley. Yeah. Finley's going to be a big piece, too. Yeah. And he's really developed this this offseason. Yeah. And over at Free, you got Julius and CJ Miller and Cam White, um, probably the top three there. Vernon Dasher's been moved to outside linebacker, but he's probably going to only be used in in coverage situations. It's kind of crazy that safety's a concern when they were playing five defensive back all these years, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I think there's 13 safeties on scholarship. i got to wonder where the fourth corner's coming to. I guess Me it's going to be Ja'Cory <laughs> Hawkins it would be my guess. Uh, you got uh, Kedron Smith, Jalen Jones, Miles Hartsfield, but it, i got to think it's Ja'Cory Hawkins. I think he's a good kid, and a, I think he's a pretty good player. I, I, I'm not disappointed that he's the fourth corner. 
Yeah, I think I think that's what it's looking like right now as well. But obviously, they're strong safety. I mean, I'll even go free safety, uh, corner, tight end, and outside linebacker where Kadir was playing just can't afford many injuries. Yeah, and we hadn't even got to the offensive line, but I feel like there's some better pieces to the puzzle there. I just kind of need tutoring a little bit than I am at those other positions. Well, I'm I'm pretty excited about Brandon Mack. I don't know if he how yeah, how quick no he can he can be ready. Uh, Chuck Wiley's had a really good August mm-hmm. because he's gotten so many reps, and it's, it's time it's time for Chuck Wiley to to come on. He's a heck of an athlete. Sam Williams over on the other side. Sam Williams is fine. Brandon Williams is a good backup, uh, and then Vernon Dasher's over there for coverage situations. Yeah. So. I think you feel I only really feel comfortable with three to me right now with Chucky and uh, Sam and um, Kadir. And well, not Kadir. I'm not putting him in until we see what he can do with this club. Uh, uh, oh, who am I missing there? But the bottom line is they can't afford another injury right. over there on that side. All right, we'll be back next week with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners. We will uh, see you next week. Hotty toddy.